welcome to another edition of the Paul's Body Engineering Podcast. Today we bring you episode number 21. And I'm running solo today and I wanted to speak about a subject that I've covered so many times. Um, I've spoken about it in videos, I've spoken about it in a lot of face-to-face stuff with clients, Um, I've blogged about it, I've um, done posts, social media posts about it, uh, and that is the little bugger called the scales. The scales, the be-all and end-all of many people's health and fitness journeys comes down to that dastardly little number, that shitty little number that pops up of a morning when you get on the scales and that can make or break your day. And I wanted to sort of elaborate on the fact that that is not the case. You know, we have so much emphasis on the scales um, to determine whether or not we're on the right track when in point of fact, there are so many more variables, so many more tools of measurement, so many more attributes to our journey that we should be focusing on Um, to give us an overall holistic picture of whether we're on the right track. The scale should not dictate failure or success, but unfortunately it does. When someone's on a weight loss journey in particular, they need to see weight go down. And I understand that, particularly if they've been heavy for a while and they, they, they are on this journey, they've committed and put in a lot of effort and things like that, and it's not moving and that number just won't change. It's a, it's a bugger of a thing and it can be really emotionally upsetting when you don't see that number come down. But there are so many more attributes, as I've said, to success on a weight loss or a health and fitness journey that need to be considered seriously, not just the scales. And I'll give you an example. I'm going to go through a lot of these, but with my clients in particular, I get a lot of data from them on a weekly basis. And the reason being is for what I've already explained, it's not all about the weight. The weight is somewhat irrelevant because it's always going to go down if the process is right. And what I mean by that is over a long period of time with a sustainable approach and consistency, you're going to start at weight X and you're going to finish at weight Y. If everything is done right in between, then that's okay. But week to week to week, it is going to fluctuate like a roller coaster. It really is. So with my clients in particular, and I know a lot of coaches do operate this way, um, and I speak from not only experience, but also a lot of research, a lot of science, a lot of evidence goes into this approach. Um, I get my clients to submit on a weekly basis, not only their weight, because it is still relevant, it's still a tool, uh, three measurements on three sites. I get their training history, obviously, as well. So I know how much they're training, how long they're training for, their energy expenditure. Um, I can monitor um, the, the level of intensity that they're doing. A lot of those, um, that the information is relevant. I also then look at other um, variables such as their current levels of stress, their sleep patterns, their water intake, their mental health. Um, I also uh, get, like females, I get them to identify if it's their um, monthly cycle because that plays a big role as well. Um, What their food intake is like, did they hit their numbers? Did they fall short? Were they too busy? And, you know, any other sort of 
important information I get them to come across as well. They might be just having some financial difficulties. They might be um, having some problems with their kids. There might be some upcoming travel. Um, they might have had um, some stresses at work. Like all of these things can play a role in, in, in impacting that number on those scales. It really can. For example, if, you're, if you, you regularly check the weight, your weight in the morning on the scales, if you have a late meal, say you eat at 9 p.m. at night, you have a big meal, a um, lot of water, maybe there's a lot of salt in the meal, it might be a salty meal naturally, or you add salt to that meal, chances are your weight's going to be up the next day because your body is retaining a lot of fluid. It hasn't correctly digested everything that you've eaten, particularly if it's a heavy meal. So you're going to be up. Like I've seen weight spike uh, upwards of a kilo, two kilos in 24 hours, mainly due to when they ate and what they ate. Now, on top of that, if you've had a poor night's sleep because you've got a full stomach and you can't sleep and get comfortable, that's going to contribute to the weight fluctuating as well. So you can see where I'm going here. You can see that weight isn't the be all and end all when it comes to successful progression on a weight loss journey. And that needs to be remembered. You've got to look at consistency over time. And I say that a lot because it is so, so true. And it can be thrown around as a cliche. People get sick of hearing it. Consistency, consistency, consistency. But you know what? It is so, so true. The human body is an incredibly smart mechanism. It adapts to consistency. So if you're consistent with your eating, if you're consistent with your training, if you're consistent with your sleep, if you're consistent with your water intake, if you're consistent with your steps, if you're consistent with your own mindfulness, all of these things will play a role in continued success on your journey and will aid in whatever the goal is of your journey. So the scales can't be the be all and end all. The num that number does not define you. That number does not mean you failed if it goes up by 300 grams overnight. That does not matter. What happens if you've dropped a couple of centimeters around your waist, you've dropped a couple of centimeters around your thigh, okay, you're, you've gone down a size in clothes, yet the scales haven't moved. What do you think that means? It means you're on the right track. That's what it means. It doesn't mean you failed. It doesn't mean you're not losing weight. It means your shape, your body is changing. And this is why I often reference body recomposition because we're not dropping weight. We're changing your body. We're changing your shape. We're changing your physique. So scale weight, yes, it makes, uh, it, it has its place. Like, you know, some people have, a certain weight they want to achieve. Um, and look, I need, I need when I prep clients, I obviously have an idea of where I want them to be in terms of stage weight. But if you've never um, gone to a certain weight before, you're carrying a bit, you think you need to lose, say, 20 kilos, so obviously you do the calculations, you work out, okay, I'm 100 kilos, I need to drop 20, so I should be at 80. That might be way off the mark. You might get to 90 kilos and go, no, I'm, I'm pretty happy. But because you've set that target, you might also set yourself up for failure because you can't get to 80. I've dealt with clients like that as well. Like 80 might just be too far for your body to go or it might be too hard to get there. So sometimes setting up numbers and relying on the scales is not a good idea. And then that starts impacting your mental health as well because you start getting down on yourself. You start getting disappointed. You start going, well, why is the scales not going down? I'm doing everything right. I, you know, it's been six weeks and I'm training hard and I'm eating right. 
but the scales aren't moving as quick as I'd, I'd like them to. And then you start doubting the process and then you start straying from the process and then you start putting weight back on again. So you, firstly, you need to trust the process. Now, I'm not going to speak on behalf of any specific process. If you've engaged a coach, a trainer, a gym, whatever, like they've got a, a process in place, trust that process as best you can and follow it because it should give you the results that you want. But in regards to um, the scale weight not moving from time to time, this happens. It it happens. It happens a lot, more often than not. And the other thing too is to remember, depending on the time of day that you get on the scales, you could fluctuate. Like if you got on the scale, say, eight times in a day, I could pretty much sit here hand on heart and tell you that you're gonna, your scale weight is going to be eight different measurements. There's going to be eight different weights over those eight different times because throughout the course of the day, you eat, you drink, you digest, you go to the bathroom, you walk, you exercise, you stress, you sleep. Um, all of those things are going to have an impact on your weight. So the best time, professional advice here, the best time to weigh yourself is first thing in the morning. You get up, you go to the bathroom, and then you get on the scales, preferably unclothed, because obviously clothing can, you know, if you've got a heavy set of pajamas or a winter robe on or slippers, you know, that'll have some bearing on the weight. So preferably unclothed. And that will give you your optimal weight for that day. Now, that's not to say that that dictates where you're at for the week, for the month, anything like that, but it's your optimal weight because you haven't eaten since dinner the night before. Hopefully, you didn't eat too late, so you've had a chance to digest. You've obviously ablooted as well, been in the bathroom, and you've slept reasonably well, which means your body is quite relaxed. So there's no stress. There's very little food in your system. That's when you're generally at your lightest. But as I've said all along, you can't rely wholly and solely on those scales. And please don't set yourself up for failure by doing so. If you do and you enter a challenge or you give yourself a timeline or you engage a trainer and you want to be at this weight by this time and the weight doesn't move, well, you are going to potentially fall off the wagon and lose track or sight of your goal because the weight doesn't mean squat. It really doesn't. And I get it. I get some people will argue with me and go, no, 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 but you don't understand. I've come off. This journey has been three years in the making. I need to get down to this weight when you're so, um, you've built up such a emphasis around dropping kilos that the weight does have that emotional attachment to it. And I get that. But you've got to look at where you've come. So if you are, if we use that for an as an example for a moment, and you have dropped, say, say you've been fairly heavy set and you've lost 20, 30 kilos over the course of a couple of years. Fantastic. Congratulations. That's amazing. What an effort. But what you've also got to look at is how you did it, the mental resilience you showed through that process, the strength you've, you've grown through that process physically and mentally, okay, the improvements you've made to your physique. So as I've said in previous podcasts, through weight-based training and through training in general, you can get um, stronger joints, uh, stronger or, or thicker bone density. You can improve your cardiovascular output and your heart, heart performance. Okay, Your digestion can improve. Your hormonal balance can improve. Your sleep can improve. Your stress levels can be monitored and, and managed a hell of a lot better. So all of these things are wins. They're big green ticks to life. And that's what you need to look at. Even though you may have a short um, 
time frame on your journey. It might be an eight-week challenge. It might be leading into Christmas. It might be up to a holiday, whatever the case may be. Think of the long-term benefits of your journey and what you're doing. Every time you pick up a weight, every time you walk in the gym, every time you eat a clean, healthy meal, you're giving your body a great opportunity to live longer, last longer, be stronger, and be better. And that is the, a massive takeaway. Okay, so the scales, while they are a tool, and I acknowledge that, they are not the be-all and end-all. They will provide some to a measurement, they will give you some guidance, but it is not the be all and end all. It's like I've, I've often had uh, clients come to me with in-body scans that they've used and, and I'm not identifying in-body as, as inferior. I think it's a good tool again. Um, and then they've gone for say two or three months later and got another in-body scan and then they're, they're looking and putting all their emotion on the improvement in their muscle mass, the drop in their body fat percentage. But it, the, an in-body scan is just as inaccurate as a set of scales, depending on when you've done it throughout the day, if you've eaten, if you've fasted, if you've drunk water, if you've exercised, because it's only able to read what it can read at that point in time. So even though you're using the same machine, if the time of the day is different, if you've eaten, drunk, exercised, whatever, differently from the first uh, in-body scan to the second in-body scan, there's going to be a lot of inaccuracies there. So the scales are exactly the same. You cannot rely on them or let them emotionally dictate your success or failure on your journey. You cannot. They are a tool just like everything else. I think I've made my point and I hope everyone understands that and I'm more than happy to elaborate on a personal basis if anyone wants to chat further about this. But Weight should not be the be-all and end-all of your journey. It should not dictate a success or failure. It should not have an emotional attachment to you. It should not um, emotionally charge you if there's an increase or a decrease. If there is, I'll give you some tools. Firstly, sit down and analyze the week just been. Look at when you ate. Look at your sleep pattern. Look at your stress levels. Look at your water intake. Look at the weather. Do you know the weather can impact your weight? If it's a hot, sweaty, sticky, humid day, your chances are your weight's going to go up. Um, so look at all those variables first before you start to stress about the fact that your weight's not going down or it's not moving. There's so many more things at play in the human body, as complex as it is, than just body fat reducing. And the other thing to consider too before I sign off here is if your weight goes up, like if you put on a kilo overnight, and you've been good with your food, you've been good with everything, that's not a kilo of fat you've put on. I could pretty much sit here hand on heart and tell you that that is not a kilo of fat. That would be a kilo of water. If you've done a massive leg session at 7 p.m. at night on a Wednesday and then got up early on the Thursday to weigh yourself, chances are your weight is up. And why is it up? Because your legs are still inflamed from that massive leg session the day before. They're inflamed, they're holding fluid, they're swollen, they're trying to repair. So the weight, your weight is up. And that's the thing, it's weight, it's not fat, it's weight. Big, big difference. So that's it from me. I hope that made sense. Um, please don't let the scales dictate your success. Just use them as a tool. 
Don't emotionally attach yourself to the number. If it goes up, if it goes down, great. If it stays the same, that's cool. If it goes up, have a think about why it's gone up. And remember, it's consistency over time. So while week to week, there might not be significant changes, have a look over three months, six months, 12 months. And I guarantee you, if you're on song, if you're on point, if you're on track with your food, your nutrition, you're following your program, you're doing everything you're meant to be doing, you will have success on your journey. So that's it from me. Thank you very much once again for tuning in. If you've liked this podcast, please subscribe to the channel. Um, We are on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud, Amazon, and one other which I cannot think of right now. I apologize in advance. Oh, Google. And as I say to, oh, and make sure that you screenshot and share these podcasts on your story and tag myself, Paul's Body Engineering. And as I say to every client, every single day, Have a great day.